It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, Tyvis Powell, Jason Lloyd, plus... You're loving him. Mikey McNuggets. And so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show starts now. Booyah. Hey, here we are on a Thursday ultimate Cleveland sports show. Adam the Bull, G. Bush, and, and Mikey McNuggets, and we got a lot to get to today. We were just talking a little World Series. It's over. The Rangers have won their first championship. Uh, Anthony's cousin, and Anthony is sitting in Mike's chair today. Anthony's cousin, Austin Hedges, winning a championship, of course. Part of that Ranger team. Uh, apparently, he was on Chris Rose's podcast or something. The Rose Rotation. And I think he said he was going to wear uh, assless chaps in the parade. He did. Is that true? I don't know. He said it. Can Will he, he do it? Off? Who knows? But that's well, what he yeah, said. Mike and, uh, Chris Russo said he was going to retire if the Diamondbacks got to the World Series, and he's uh, not shockingly not a man of his word. <laughs> uh, so we'll talk a little bit about the World Series in overtime, what the Guardians are going to do with their uh, manager situation maybe. In, in overtime, I talked a little bit about it on my podcast today. The Cavs won. Yay. Excited? Before we get into any real football topics, yeah. we're not going to spend any time okay. on the Cavs. I, I asked you a question. Well, it's Are about, you excited about the Cavs? Yeah, yeah. I would have been if I could see the game. But Bally's, I, their once app again, is trash. screwed us over. It is the single worst app I've ever had to experience yeah. and deal with on a daily basis. And the fact that we're in the year 2023. And we can't just casually watch a team in the city you live in. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It is an absolute joke. And Bally's should be ashamed of themselves. It Bally's was a joke when I lived in Texas. It was a joke yeah. when I lived it's in Massachusetts. Awful. That's why they're filing for And it for continues bankruptcy. to be a joke today. It's, a it's clown an show. absolute catastrophe. Let me, let me see. My conspiracy theory is like it ain't no bug. Here's the problem: hey, you you telling me they ain't already laid some people off? They they in bankruptcy. Like yeah, how many IT guys are really working on the problem? Yeah. These sports need to take control of these situations. Like baseball's got to take over all these Bally yeah, stations. Just, they got to make it accessible. We should be able to watch everything. On it's twenty twenty three. We shouldn't have to pay for cable or anything else. We could should be able to pay for our team at the very least. We should be able to pay for the MLB why, package on any why do anything. Why don't streaming. why don't the NFL, MLB, um, you know, the, the leagues just come out with their own networks? You have the technology. I mean, you, they have their networks, but they don't. They need to provide. They need to provide access to all the games. It's yeah. ridiculous that they. Do. I and it's stupid that like League Pass, which, yeah. I, which I have. Yeah. You can't watch Cavs games on League Pass. I know, so, so it doesn't even circumvent the issue of badly right. sucking. Same thing with Sunday Ticket. You and can't. Sunday Ticket. And, and does MLB 
the, the MLB ticket, does that allow you to watch every game, even your hometown team? Uh, I don't no. know. You no, know, no, you're blacked out from that. Which too. is also a joke. If you're paying yeah. an extra couple hundred dollars, I mean, league pass is eight. I know it's ridiculous. Month. And you know what ticks me off when it comes to I don't know about basketball because I don't have the league pass. But with baseball, let's say the, the the Cubs are playing the Guardians, and I want to listen to the Cubs broadcast instead of the Guardians broadcast on TV, I can't. Right. That's blacked out also. Yep. Which is it's unfair. A it's a joke. It, it's it's so ridiculous. You're. You're preventing fans who want to watch your sport from watching, yeah. which is the blackout. Insane. Blackout rules are archaic, stupid, dumb. and old. Dumb. Get rid of them. All right, but we're going to spend most of the show, of course, talking about the Browns. So, a lot to get to today. We will have um, Leroy on at eleven thirty. We will have a Didi on about twelve thirty. She's speaking with Browns players right before us. By that's the way, that's right. So we're going to get gonna... some direct insight mm. from the CBS sideline reporter for this weekend. That's game. right. That's right. She's doing the game. Uh, we'll do fence riders, but in just a moment, we, of course, are going to talk about the fact that Deshaun Watson was back on the practice field, and there are conflicting <laughs> reports about whether he had zip or no zip <laughs> on his throws. <laughs> Let's talk zip to Anthony. Or no zip. Hello, Anthony. Hey, guys. Before we get into our first topic of the day, I got to remind everybody that you can win big with FanDuel. Score, score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's absolutely no better time to get in on the action. You can do so many easy ways to bet. There's a wide range of options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. You guys can go visit FanDuel.com UCS to kick off the NFL season, FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. And the FanDuel point spread on the Browns Cardinals Sunday is eight. Browns are favored by eight. Although, guys, we don't know for sure who's going to be the quarterback for either team. It's crazy. I said on Tuesday. Yeah. When's the last time that on Tuesday of a game week, neither team's announced a starting quarterback? And now it's Thursday. Yeah. And neither team's announced a starting quarterback. And I'm going to suspect this goes until Friday at a minimum. Yeah. Before the Brown, either side names the Browns, the quarterback. Could come down to Sunday, maybe even the Cardinals. So, as of today, it appears that Clayton Toon is starting for the Cardinals, mm-hmm. making his first NFL start. And it appears that P.J. Walker... Now, what, one thing we do know that we didn't know yesterday during the show is P.J. Walker will start if Deshaun Watson can't go. Yes. It will not be DTR. That we know for sure. We don't know what Deshaun Watson's status is. Uh, and i got to say, guys, that... Now, listen, if Deshaun Watson is able to play this week or even next week, and he plays well, plays at a, at a winning, capable level, then all the anger that I had and others had over a, the trade deadline, maybe it was unfounded. Yeah. But I'll believe that when I see it, guys, because we saw Deshaun Watson, what's today, Thursday, 11 days ago, 11 days, take the field against the Colts and look like he'd never thrown a football before. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, listen, he's a way better athlete than I am. I grant you that. Shocker. But yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> but he's a way better athlete than you too, funny guy. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but and I, I get it. He's a warrior. He's played through a lot of injuries. Get all that. I can't imagine you could look like that 11 days ago, and whether it's this Sunday in 14 days or next Sunday in 21 days, you're totally fine. I find that impossible to believe. Maybe I'm wrong. What do you guys think? I think this is, um, I think this is something you're going to deal with the rest of the year. And I said it before, um, a couple of weeks ago. I think you're going to be dealing with this on and off for, from you know week to week. 
Um, he could come out and look great in this game and then come out against Baltimore and get hit and it could set him back all the way to ground zero. So that's why I think I wouldn't even I would disagree with you and say, no, it wasn't unfounded. You are correct. You, you have to have a backup plan for these things. We hope that Deshaun Watson is going to be able to play. Yeah, it wouldn't be unfounded. Even if he plays Even well, then I was complaining well. about yeah, not getting Yeah, yeah. oh, no. no okay. you, you still should be complaining yeah, about yeah. that because, you know, there's no, these injuries, it's football. When is the last time you've seen a quarterback not get hit the rest of the season? Yeah. It's going to happen. Every week there's quarterbacks to get hit, and you're like, wow, he got up from that? Yeah. Even P.J. Walker. Last week took a couple shots. Right, last week. So, for me – this is always going to be right below. It's just that thing like, you know, when you have you ever tried not to throw up, but it's already in your esophagus right here and it just keeps wanting to come up. Yeah, it's just there until you give it up. This is the same thing with Deshaun Watson. It's going to be all <laughs> it's already there. You yeah. might as well just go ahead and give it up. So I've gone back and forth on this a couple of times and Bernie Kozar, who sat in a chair right next to us. If there was a fourth chair mm-hmm. came on this show and said I had the same injury and Deshaun until he gets a full off season to not throw, not move, surgery or not, to heal, is going to be dealing with this injury from when it happened to the season's end. It's not just going to magically heal in week 12 or 13, regardless of how many weeks he takes off. And the question Anthony asks is, should he start? If he's capable of playing and is healthy enough to play. And I've gone back and forth on this a lot. And I texted in the group chat, even yesterday, I'd wait for Baltimore. Like, they don't need him against Arizona. And then I thought about it. And, Bull, you taught me something on this show. That if you're wrong... It's okay to change your opinion. And I think I was wrong. And I actually think now, if Deshaun Watson's capable of playing against Arizona, I think he needs to play. And here's why. When Deshaun got hurt, he compared his injury to a baseball injury. Pitchers get that injury. It's more of a baseball injury that pitchers suffer than a quarterback injury. And that's more of the prototype to look at in terms of healing recovery. Well, if it happened to McKenzie or Bieber, before pitching for the Guardians again, they go to AA or AAA and have kind of a AAA rehab start to figure out how best to play and pitch through said injury. Mm-hmm. Arizona's defense ranks 30th in, against the pass, 29th in uh, EPA per dropback. And next week, you've got Baltimore as the number one overall defense in football. I would almost look at Arizona as a quote-unquote triple-A start for Deshaun Watson. Granted, there's no easy games in the NFL. They're not a triple-A team. It's not apples to apples. But even if it's not the full game, even if it's a quarter or a quarter and a half, I think Deshaun Watson has to get out there, see what he can do with his shoulder to get you a real evaluation because I refuse to believe anything I see in practice, whether it's a Mary Kay video, a Hayden Grove video, anyone who's putting videos out there in practice. I need to see game refs to believe anything. Yeah. And you can't do that before Baltimore unless he gets in the game Sunday against Arizona. Hayden Grove was out of pocket yesterday. What did he say? He's like, uh, there's a zip, the zip is back on Deshaun Watson's throw. <laughs> <laughs> You've been hey, I love you, kid, but you're you, out of pocket right there. <laughs> hey, I'm going to steal this. I, I, I told you, I, I just texted him right now. Yeah. You don't even know who this is. I'm stealing it. I, I'm just showing you. It was, this is work-sided. Yeah. Shout out to my man, Quincy. I watched your video last night when I yeah. was rolling around. I couldn't sleep very much. And uh, I'm going to say this. This is really unconventional, but uh, I thought, I, I was like, listen, this is a dope concept. I'll, I, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there. I believe, like McNuggets, you can't find out whether or not this man is ready to go based on them practice throws. That yeah. practice stuff don't happen. Yeah. Controlled environment. What I would do, and I stole and work cited, I completely stole this from somebody else's blog, so go ahead and take credit for it, Quincy. He said, when I was watching, he was like, yo, I would put him through a pro day. 
This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. I would put him just like regular college quarterbacks in pro days. I would put him in there. He'd have full pads on, and I'd work him out for an hour, making all them throws that you do in pro day. Which it, includes, for people who don't know, like the deep, across body. Deep. There's no pass rush coming at you, but that's when Zach Wilson. They get the brooms. They yeah, hit you with the brooms. They chase you. Anthony Richardson hit the ceiling. Step up and step back and get over it and go through the tire. Listen, them workouts, go ahead. They're legit. They're, they're legit. Put him through that. If he, can get, if he can throw the football at a pro day workout to show arm talent, arm strength, arm ability, he can play. But guess what? If he can't only make it through half of that and his arm is fatigued, his arm is tired, then he can't no. throw deep outs, he can't do that, well, guess what? Well, you can't play. That's a good point. That's a great – hey, listen, shout out to you, Quincy. That's I, Qu- I, Quincy who was on our show. Yeah, Quincy, Quincy Carey. Yeah, yeah, that was a great <laughs> – what, what is Deshaun's – His Deshaun's quarterback coach is Quincy also, right? Quincy Avery. Avery. Oh, Quincy, Quincy Avery, Carrier right. has been on our show. Yeah. Quincy yes. Carrier. Okay. Yeah. We like uh, Quincy. Good dude. Yeah, good job out of Quincy. I, I, agree, I agree with him too. It is a good idea. Have do it today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do it today. I would do that every Thursday. Mm-hmm. And if he passes, he plays. Yeah. If he does, he doesn't. But I think Mike makes a good point. I think the idea of saving him for Baltimore is stupid. Have him if he passes this test, then play him against Arizona this week. Mm-hmm. And if he can't get through it again, then like because it, it to me if he if he has to get taken out again in the beginning of the game. Then, he's just not ready. Then he, then he just can't he's play. He's not year. ready. Yeah. He just, might not play. Because, I, yeah, he's just not. Like, that's the thing, too. Do you want to? And, and I think that's a, a big blow to only his psyche, but to team psyche. Like, if he has to be taken out after three or four throws after an interception, I mean, what what type of damage does that do to his mental psyche and the rest of the team when they see they're like, bro, he, he and, ain't ready to play. And I'm not sure if we ever will get the answer to this, but was he making progress before Indiana, Indianapolis? Then gets hurt, and then it's a setback. Right, right, right. Or yeah, was if it you just had sat him for the Indianapolis game? Well, by be, now, if yeah. he played this week, he'd have and, six weeks. And we don't have an answer to that. No, and we I, and we'll I don't know. And, and we won't know. And we'll my know. guess is that didn't have a setback. It just he wasn't ready. No. And so, the bottom line is, if you're gonna if you're gonna wait till next week, why? Like another week at this yeah. point is another week gonna make a difference? And we no. saw, and and this is not a Deshaun knock. This is a quarterback across the league knock. He was rusty last year against Houston after missing a year and a half from football. He was. Rusty against Cincinnati in week one, despite having an entire offseason with the team. He came that was back a weird. That was as bad a weather. As I'm, I'm just saying, but it's like he stepped Burrow in was and was right away being good. Hurt, but, we see yeah. him against Indianapolis. Clearly hurt, but yeah. not himself. Joe Burrow missed all of training camp. Comes in week one. Yeah, bad weather, but he doesn't look yeah. the same since, frankly, last week. So I think quarterbacks, naturally, when they miss time, it's the hardest position in, football, in, in sports for a reason. You, it's very difficult. I don't to think step. Burrow wasn't good because he was rusty. I think he was not good because he was hurt. 
I don't Somebody know. I don't know how to prove. I think it's probably a little bit of both. Yeah. I think it's probably a little bit of both. And the true, the reality is, you could look at a million examples. It's the hardest position in sports. To come back after missing time is not easy for anybody. For even Mahomes, who we haven't seen necessarily miss a significant amount of time and come yeah. back, it's just tough. And now, from this week to when he got hurt against Tennessee, will be seven weeks potentially, or Baltimore will be seven weeks. Right. It's a long time to not play football. Come back in and be. Right back to where we expect you to be against yeah. Tennessee when you're facing the number one defense in the NFL in Baltimore. That seems like a recipe for disaster, which is why I flip-flopped literally in less than 24 hours from saying wrestling to Baltimore to I need to see him get some game reps against Arizona yeah. to at least have some sort of gauge of where we're truly at. Two hours ago, I recorded my podcast for today, and I predicted that, that he wouldn't play. And now two hours later, I'm convincing myself he's going to play this week. That, that's the situation we've been in, it feels yeah. like, for two months. It is. You know, and, it sucks. And, and you know, I, and I, I don't know if I even agree with it. Like, if he can't play, I think Stefanski is already coming out and said that P.J. Walker is going to play. Yeah. And I've kind of flipped on this. I've kind of moved to say if, if, DT, if, if, you know, Deshaun Watson can't play and you got DTR, why are you not playing DTR? Like, there, there seems no, like there's no upside in paying P.J. Walker when you, you've already announced that this guy was going to be your backup, his ceiling is higher than P.J. Walker. You know what P.J. Walker is. Why would you not be behind the scenes working on getting DTR up, up to program, up to snuff, up to, up to, you know, to make sure that he's ready to play? And I, I'm not sure that I agree with if, if he doesn't play. Why is P.J. Walker playing? I agree. I mean, yeah, we talk about we this talk. A little, both of the last two days. I would start. I mean, to me, this would be this is the perfect game for DTR. to have DTR play yeah. his first game against Arizona. It's yes. the worst team you're going to play all year. You know, them and the Bears are the two worst teams you're going to play the rest of the year. Like, let him play this game. But for some reason, now listen, we're the only, we said this yesterday. None of us are at practice. It, maybe DTR is a total disaster. But if he's that bad in practice, if that's the reason, then why the hell did you plan on him being the backup yeah, to begin right. with? If he if he's that bad now, well, he couldn't have looked great in in training camp. I mean, Tyvis Ty said yesterday, this is the only thing I could think of as even a possibility, and I yeah. disagree with this. But he said the players in the locker room must truly believe in PJ Walker, yeah. and be behind yeah, him fully. That at this point, if you were to take him out and put DTR in, despite the fact Walker statistically has been the worst quarterback in football when he's played that their buy-in to take that away from them at this point for DTR yes, just wouldn't be worth it. But that is really I don't the agree only with that. that. Sense. I, and I think it's the only thing that's even even possible amen. in the grand scheme I, of I, I like, listen, I, I like my grandfather, but I'm not putting no money on him in a fight. <laughs> you guys are getting, I'm fully behind him. He getting knocked out. <laughs> what are we going to do? How old is your grandfather? Oh, uh, he's deceased. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, yeah, he would get. I mean, he's yeah. dead. He can't fight yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm behind you, dog. Yeah. What is that? So that, that just that just shows you how much behind really matters in the scheme of things. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I would say I don't agree with it. I was just trying to rationalize what <laughs> what it could be. But, boy, you watched the videos yesterday of Deshaun Watson throwing. Yeah, I mean, I, it's hard to tell watching a video. I, to me, I I didn't I didn't think he had any kind of zip. I, I you know, but I'm watching a video. How do you know? It, it's a controlled environment in practice. You know, this Sunday, it's going to be – it's not going to be, f- like, bitterly cold, but it's going to be, like, 50 degrees in game time. Yeah. You know, like, in there, that's a completely controlled environment. I mean, I, that didn't look like it had a ton of zip on it. I don't know, but it's hard to tell. And also, we don't know if he's, you know, throwing the ball at 100%. Yeah, like I don't If he's just, know. you know, lobbing it in. You know, you go through warm-up drills. Gee, you've done this in football. I did it in basketball. Gee, mm. even in uh, bowl and baseball with your kid. Yeah. Like, when you're warming up with Aaron, he's not ripping it 100 miles an hour from the first pitch. 
It was right, loose right. and warming up. You just you don't yeah. know what he's trying and, to do. And and there's something to be said, like when you're throwing in practice versus throwing in a game. There's just so many things going on in your head in the game, right? You're worried about getting hit. You're worried about reading the defense. Like in a situation like this, you just it's a pitch and catch. And like in the game, you're you're you just body's going to react differently to game situations. Gee, how many times in a game does a quarterback actually drop back and throw with the proper mechanics as opposed to dropping his arm trying to get it around the pass rusher? Man, you dropping see here you dropping gems right now, bro. Hey, listen, I see where you're going at. There's there's not clean pockets like that. Very rarely. Like like you're not going to have a clean pocket. You got to drop down three quarters. You know, you got to you may jump up. Just go look at Patrick Mahomes, like the way he and then you got to find, you know, throwing windows. Guys got their hands up. You got to throw around guys, throw through guys, find a window to get the ball where you need to go. And the thing about playing quarterback is it's he's throwing off instincts and he's thrown so many times it's ingrained in his in his body. So when you're throwing the ball and your motion is your motion, that's why a lot of times we say we're going to change his quarterback motion so that he's more efficient and he gets the ball out quicker. It usually doesn't work because they've been throwing that way right. forever. That's how you play. That's yeah. how he is. So yeah. now you're throwing the ball and instead of being like, oh, well, I'm just going to let this thing rip. You're sitting there thinking like, oh, I know I can't put my arm in this position, this position or this position. So I'm going to have to throw. And now you're thinking. And that doesn't help. And you now you can't get to get the strength and the velocity on the ball because you, you're not throwing it accurately in the way you used to throw it. So that's a very good point. Like because he may feel good throwing over the top uh, in a natural, but right. if he has to, you know, come down right. a three quarter throw or a sidearm. And, and we were going through the all 22 yeah. before you got in here, Jim. We're watching some of PJ Walker's throws. We only got to the first half, but he maybe threw five normal passes and yeah. 10 to 15 on the move on the side and with all more you, of a baseball thing and right, that, yeah. that can re-aggravate the shoulder in a way and that's with not all you already have on your plate as a quarterback in a game to now be thinking about the position of your arm if you're actively thinking about that it's there's tough. no way you could play at a high level that way and, and, i just don't see it and and so for and as a defensive lineman you're thinking like this and i i just want people to understand this, the way the game goes because i think people sit at home and think everything is is rainbows and fairies they're looking at it like, listen, if I catch you, he's he, just let me pick the pincher. He's rolling out of the pocket, which he likes to extend plays. He could be even been playing well. Now you're playing well, arm feeling good. Now you're rolling out. You're rolling out the pocket. You're looking to extend the play. He's rolling to his right. He throws the football. Guess what? Somebody hits him from the backside, doesn't know he's coming, and they land on him with all their weight. And it's usually a traditional collarbone injury where they, you know, you break your collarbone because the quarterback landed with all his weight on that shoulder. All you need is one of those, and that's season. I'm gonna let you. There ain't no coming back from that. All of your weight, all of his weight, driving you into the ground. That play happens all the time. But that could happen if he's 100% healthy in week 17, or it could happen this week against Arizona. Like, yep. like that doesn't matter his shoulder. And we keep talking about. It may still be hurt, and he's definitely still injured. I still think Deshaun Watson could go out there and, if he does play, play well. Like until I see him not be able to throw the ball again, well, we just I'm saw on a, it. We just saw it. Well, I'm on a week by week basis now with Deshaun because I do think with yeah. this injury, he said initially it's a two to six week time frame. Yeah, this is six weeks. This is the back end of that. Indy was in the middle, so maybe, and maybe it's just me basing off injuries I've sustained playing basketball in my life. You know, by the end of the timeline, typically you do feel a lot better than you do in the middle of the rehab yeah. process. So, until I see Deshaun Watson not be able to throw again, 
I'm going to be under the assumption that he can't be as bad as he was against Indy. And if there was any team to put him out there against, it's a team with a bad yeah. pass rush like Arizona. I, and I'm fine with and that. And I'm fine with that. But in the end, I, I'm not going to be- – I'm the opposite. I'm like, I'm not going to believe he can play at a high level until I see it. Yeah. We're saying the same thing just back. Yeah, right, like, right. Yeah. Well, who's, who's, who's the kid um, that used to play for Philadelphia that couldn't shoot no more all of a sudden? Ben Simmons? No, the other one. Matisse. Point guard. Who went, who oh, was Markel Fultz. So, Markel Fultz, right? Number one overall pick. This guy got to the league and was like, yeah, I got some rare disease where I can't shoot anymore. I'm, he hurt his shoulder. Yeah. And so, so we've seen athletes yeah. completely break down in mechanics and not be able to do certain things. Ben Simmons couldn't shoot no more. We've seen it before with people's short game and, and when it talks well, about golf. You see it in baseball where guys get the yips. Yeah. Remember, there was this, there's a pitcher on the Rockies now, Daniel Barty. was out of baseball for seven years because he couldn't throw the ball over the plate. Okay. So, so when you see, and, and a lot of that is psychological. Yeah. And when, and when you keep bringing somebody back, and here's the thing about Deshaun Watson, he does not have a good uh, enough success banked in his memory bank. I, I'm a big person. A big, I'm a big person on banking successes, right? Because when you're playing bad, you can always revert back and remember. Come on, it can't be that bad. I remember how to do this. I just had success doing A, B, and C. He's so far removed from consistent good play that if you put him out there, he's like. Is this the new new? Is this what it is? He's got to get his own confidence back. Yeah, like, and, and how long does that take? It's been th- it's been about three years since he's had consistent good play. That's a crazy. Long time. Like that that some people's careers have come and gone since then. Yeah, <laughs> that's a how lot, long that a is. Lot. Like, what's, what's the average lifespan of the NFL? Two and a half years. Yeah, right? two, yeah. That's about the last time we saw Deshaun Watson put back to back really good games together. We saw a good game against Tennessee. Yeah, he was phenomenal against Tennessee. That's the one exception this year. Last season, I don't think you would quantify any of his six games as, you know, prime Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. So you're going back to the 2020 season right. where he did put up monster numbers, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions. His team was 4-12, and 12, but yeah. he played well. So. This should not come down to Sunday, by the way, it, because the injury, they've talked about it, and Bernie talked about it. It's not the, you know, he's not the same person, but it's not about pain. It's not about let's wait till Sunday and see if he can play through the pain. It's about can he make the throws, and if he can, if he can't make them today, well, he's not going to make them. He can't make yeah, them right. Sunday, <laughs> right? Yeah. And if he can make them today, unless something happens, he should be able to make, make them Sunday. Exactly. So if he can make them today, then he should be the starter. And if he can't, and if, and then if something happens between now and then, okay, well then you go to PJ Walker. But this should not be a game time decision Sunday, right? The, 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 and I don't think based on the information we have, and yeah. I don't think Savansky should treat the, it as a game time decision. No. I think he should be. If you're not ready to go on Wednesday, you're not getting what you need to get between between Wednesday and Sunday. So you might as well just say he ain't playing this week. And it's all not, it and, seems like the decision should come down today. And all of I that, hope so. we want to make so. them prepare for three quarters. No one does that. Stop. No one does that. That doesn't do anything. Well, and, and also, G, we saw last week, and PJ Walker had the crucial turnover at the end, and he had three turnovers. And I'm not saying he played well, but he got all the reps on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and it was the best of his three performances. Yes. And now we're back to a situation where because Deshaun's up in the air, and we hope Deshaun plays, we could be going into the Sunday's game with one day of PJ Walker as quarterback. With all the reps, if Deshaun doesn't get I don't think out that's going to happen. I, I don't think that's going to happen. But I'm they saying need, we could be in that we situation. Could, I just don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to make a decision today. Even if they don't announce it, I think it within the locker room, they got to they got to After today. practice or before practice? 
I, well, it was after practice, then P.J. Walker gets Friday, and then we're good. That's yeah, what, that's what I'm I, saying. It's, it could be one practice of legit, listen, you know who the P.J. Walker, you practiced all last week. I don't want to hear any more excuses. You're playing the Cardinals. You think this, do we think there's any chance Kyler Murray's going to play? I do. I think it's slim, but I think there's If a you're chance. the Cardinals, if he's ready to – you have to activate him by next Wednesday. Yeah. If he's ready to – like, if you're going to activate him and put him on the bench, why would you do that? that, that that's if he's ready to be yeah. activated, then you should start him. I wouldn't play him. Not against the Browns. <laughs> like, I'm not trying okay. – Miles Garrett ain't about to be chasing him around, tackling. No. Yeah. We, when will we play next week? It's kind of like – Arizona is like the same thing we said for the Ravens. Like, like no, I'm not bringing him back, yeah. like, just to be 50%. Yeah, but, but the difference is he's, you know, was a good quarterback. Oh, he's still good. Yeah. No, no, no. no I, I just think – Yeah. I don't want him – you know what it is. He runs around a lot. <laughs> And for a yeah. quarterback who runs around a lot, do you want him being rusty, having played, well, holding play to the next football? Week? I don't even know. But I mean, gee, if if we were game. switching shoes here and Deshaun said, I'm 100% healthy, yeah. I want to play, put me Remember, in Remember, he's not, like, it's not, at this point, he, yes, he's coming back from an injury, but the injury was a year ago. Yeah. He's not, he's not, like, still suffering any injury right now. And, and if Deshaun said that, and, and even if it was, Deshaun would play, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. why I think there's a chance. If I'm Arizona, yeah, I'd rather just like you said, wait and err on the side of caution and say, yeah, I'm I don't win. even know who we have next week, but it's not Miles Garrett, right? And but if they're and, if I'm in their shoes and Kyler says, "Hey, Coach Gannon, you're a rookie. I just got a massive contract. I'm healthy. I'm playing. I don't think Gannon, Gannon has any choice." I think if you look at it, I'm gonna tell him, "Look, you're gonna get all the days off you can you can afford. If you ain't allowed to be." Out there, or you—you you actually need to be activated by Wednesday. Yeah, we're going to Wednesday. Cardinals are at home next week against the Falcons. Decent defense. But <laughs> it's not the Cleveland and it's defense. at home. Yeah, and it's yeah. the Falcons. Yeah, we're gonna wait that out. I wouldn't even if you're not gonna start him. I wouldn't See, even have leave, to be the backup. I, I, I leave him at home. I, I would yeah, because what's the point if Toon gets yeah, hurt? Yeah, they got then. a veteran journeyman Jeff Driscoll on their practice squad. They can make him the backup quarterback this week. All right, let's talk to Leroy. We got Leroy ready. Right? Yeah, before we bring Leroy in, though, guys, I want to remind everybody that you can score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is absolutely no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So you guys can go visit FanDuel.com UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel the official partner of the NFL. Leroy. What's up? Leroy? It's Rick and Q. What's going on with your fantasy team? you got to set your lineup. Dude, uh, look, I was done after week one when <laughs> so check out. three of my starters got hurt, and then I tried to go on the waiver wire, and it was like doo-doo. I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'm done. Hey, Leroy, man, listen, oh, I was man. watching the 94. 94 highlights. You didn't tell me you was getting screen game like that. I didn't know but, you was getting. I didn't know your screen game was yeah. like that, Leroy. I see you. That's all I did. <laughs> That's all I, that, no, seriously. I ran screens and check downs and, and all that. I, I, I had more catches for a guy that didn't have any plays designed for him. <laughs> thanks to Bernie. This right? Crazy. I was watching it. I'm like, I'm watching the season. I'm like, this guy, Leroy. It's just getting the ball like every like, I'm like how many screens they throw a game <laughs> from all different from all different positions all because you keep in mind back then you could do that wham block oh yeah right? oh yeah so I would basically 
go in motion like I was going to wham block and just run all the way to the other side and catch a screen. And it just blew everybody's <laughs> mind. Hey, you know how many rules have been changed since you've been playing? That it takes yep. the, the, the whole playbook. Like, that was the, my bread and butter. In Leroy's yep. second season in the league, he had nine receiving touchdowns. That's crazy. Monster. That's crazy. A fantasy. Yep. fantasy that was monster. your best year catching passes statistically. You had mm -hmm. 48 catches, 567 yards. That's almost 12 yards per reception. That's, that's, that's kind of crazy. Yep. That's great. And, and, uh, and, I didn't, and keep in mind, no plays were designed for me. Except yeah, one game. Except one game. And it's the craziest thing in the world. Here's what my job was for an entire game. Right? <laughs> I don't care what the play is. I don't care what the pass pattern is. I don't care. Here's what I was told. You start behind the quarterback. Right? You look and see what side Reggie White is on. You then motion over there and chip him. I don't care what the play is, whether it's a run, a pass, or anything. For an entire football game. So here's what happened. So we were running. Um, I had a, a pass pattern, and we went through this during the week. I said, what if that guy comes off the slot? You chip Reggie. Yelled at me. So I chip Reggie. The, the slot guy went right by me. I turned around, Bernie threw me the ball, 65. That's crazy. And, and and everybody's like, wow, look how they did that slow release for him. I'm like, what, what is that? <laughs> that wasn't a slow release. I have no idea. That, that's not what my job was. My job was to get behind the quarterback, look around, there's Reggie White, and then motion over there and chip him. That's it that's, for a whole entire football game. That's I had no carries. Yeah. No nothing. <laughs> yeah, Leroy, in his second, third, and fourth years in the league, had more receiving yards than rushing yards. Yes. Full threat. No, it wasn't. Please. By the way, I that, didn't that, remember. That, that, Leroy, huh? I didn't remember that in 96 you played for three teams. I knew you, you played for Baltimore, oh. Minnesota, but I didn't know hmm. you played for Carolina that year, too. Yeah. I, I wore uh, four uniforms in a three-month stretch. Oh, who was the fourth team? He didn't play a game in the regular season. The, well, the Browns team. moved to Baltimore. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Then I went to Carolina, and then I went to Minnesota. And the funny thing, when I was in Carolina, we went and played Minnesota, and two weeks later, I was on Minnesota's team. <laughs> <laughs> so did you get picked in the, in the, in, uh, the expansion draft for Carolina? No, 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 no. We were um, – their first year was our last year in Cleveland. Okay. Right. Right. So it, it was it was crazy because, you know, you went to Baltimore and I thought, okay, new coach, you know, let's get this going or what have you. And I guess they just wasn't having it. And <laughs> to this day, let me tell you, I'm not a petty guy, right? But to this day, I know who they replaced me with. Wow. Who and my last you? words, my last words when I left Baltimore was this. I don't know if it's a mistake or not, but y'all can find out. Do your research. In five years, look at my career and look at Ben Morris's career. Wow. I forgot about Ben Morris. Wow. Yep. Mm -hmm. That is so, so in five in five years, 
when when and, and, and it was five years. How about this? In five years, I came back and played in Cleveland with Minnesota in the first preseason game. I still have the, the I scored a touchdown. I still have it, right? And they go, how does it feel to be in Minnesota? And the only thing I said was, How how's Bear Morris doing? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like you, you I listen. And and my only problem with people in football, you can complain about a lot of things about me, but you can't complain about how hard I play. And that's got to mean something to somebody. Mm-hmm. You can put whatever twist you want on it, but a running back playing hard and taking that pounder for a whole football game is hard to come by. Yeah. So you go ahead. They gave Bam the big money, brought him in. He was there for two seconds. <laughs> And so every time I put on that Vikings uniform, I look at the numbers and say, oh, I'm still playing. I wonder if they could have used that. <laughs> Going about my business. Well, Leroy, speaking about, speaking about running backs, yeah. Pierre Strong had his kind of breakout game yeah. for the Browns. Hey, he looked good. This past like weekend him. against Seattle, and we had this discussion all week, and I'm curious what you think. Is he the best healthy running back on the Browns right now? Um, you're assuming Jerome Ford is banged up. Right? No, I was even no. I was even counting forward in that discussion. We like him better. I like him a little better. I, w- I would I would say this. They're different runners, right? And that Pierre Strong is more of a downhill guy, and yeah. Jerome Ford they have almost put him in a situation. Uh, they put him in a situation where he does a lot of the stuff around the outside. So I would say that Bless I knew it was coming. Bless you. That is part of the situation with that. Um, and, and so it looks better because mm-hmm. Pierre Strong is doing all the downhill stuff. Yeah. But so that's why it looks that way. So I would say they do more Pierre Strong's more like Kareem Hunt does, right? And they do Jerome Ford stuff more like they do those wide receivers. Right. So it's hard to compare. Uh, but I would definitely, if I had a choice, I, I, I like what Pierre Strong does up the middle. I just think that they should have did it more at the end of the game. Uh, Fair. Now, now, listen, We've had this conversation a lot, right? Can, that, can, yeah, and, can, and, can, and it's can, fool. You know what it is? Coaches get caught up in fool's goal, right? Okay. So remember earlier during the game, they had them third and shorts, second and shorts, and whatever, and they rolled P.J. Walker out, and he make that throw. Boom, boom, boom. Consistent, right? So you get those moments in the game. Now, you know the game calls for you run as much time off the clock as you can, and you don't put nobody in harm's way, right? And then you kick it down the field, and then you go, here's what we got. Our strength against whatever you put out there. Right? That that's that's what I thought was gonna happen. They throw a couple of passes, the clock doesn't run. Now you give Seattle the ball on a turnover with the ball and a timeout. So it's not ideal, right? But I just wouldn't have put that offense in that situation when too many times we look at the Browns offense and say one of the strengths of the, the team is running the football. And we get to those critical moments in the game, and they throw a damn pass. If I'm going out, I'm going out swinging. That's way coach. Most coaches think that way. 
if I'm going out, I'm going out with what I do best. If you stop it, good on you. But we never got to that point because they threw passes. But that's near near. Now, fairness, the defense should have made a stop and they could have still won the game. Again, Get it yes. Done. Again, I, yes. And, and that's the part that kind of gets lost in all this. Yep. Is that you still, you know, have a defense who's the best in the league and they should have came up with a stop. Right? Yep. And 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 so that and, and to make it worse, pass the ball right down the field. Right. Which is right in your wheelhouse. That's right. Hey Leroy. You, you see? So so yeah. yeah. How tough like the Browns are getting the worst quarterback play in the league, right? Deshaun Deshaun did not play well. I mean, he played well in the Titans game. Outside of that game, they've gotten terrible right. quarterback play. P.J. Walker, in his career, six touchdowns, 18 turnovers. This year, mm-hmm. one touchdown, six turnovers. And yet, mm-hmm. they've, they've somehow won two out of three. When you're the other players on the team, or especially if you're the defense, I know you played offense, but if you're the defense yeah. and, you, and you play and you're like, we're playing really well each week, it's hard. I mean, does it wear down the defense – Knowing that no. you have a quarterback that can't really win a game for you, or is that not, not at fair? all? Not at all. What about when the offense had to score thirty nine? Yeah, fine. Same thing. Same thing. But I'm that that's both. what that's what team football is. Okay. You do what you got to do to win the game, right? If you know your offense is struggling, I remember this was it two thousand one. Um, I want to say the year that um, Baltimore won the Super Bowl, they right. went five weeks and didn't score an offensive touchdown. Right. And won the Super Bowl that year. I don't want to hear it. You try, you do whatever you can to win games. Every game's different. Every game's going to present itself differently. But you got to do what you got to do to win the game. If that means no offense and all defense, so be it. If that means no defense and all offense, so so be it. The sign of a Super Bowl champ or a sign of a contender is those teams that can win in a multitude of ways. So right now you're telling me that this team can only win a game one way? We've seen them win a number of ways. You just got to find a way to get it done. Whatever's going on that day, you got to find a way to get it done. Now, from a coaching perspective, you can help with that to some extent and try to keep your guys out of harm's way. And I'm not saying, look, I've liked some of the decisions that P.J. Walker has made at times, right? And what do you do about hitting a guy in the face with a, a football? Right? There were guys open. That being said, like, what do coaches say? There's only uh, – there's three things that can happen in the passing game and two of them are bad? Yep. I don't ever want to be in that situation with a young quarterback that has six touchdowns and 18 turnovers. Right? So why put him in it? Yeah. Get out of this qu- as quick as you can. Punt it, before- punt it, get him deep, and then go look at, at Schwartz and say, go get him. Yeah. Before we ask another question, let me just give you this update. Deshaun Watson is speaking as we speak. He was Which asked playing. about playing Sunday. He said, quote, I'm not even sure. Just following the medical. Said he felt Here. good after yesterday, yesterday's practice. Quote, part of the process, part of the protocol. So, it's 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 really here. Either he's not saying or he doesn't know if he's starting yet. Here, let me say this about his injury. It's really tough to get 
a good idea of what you can or can't do because you're not doing uh, football game day stuff, right? So you can go out there and practice and warm up and throw 20 or 30 balls in your your two seven on seven and team drills, right? You can do that. But that's not what happens on Sunday. So what you try to do is build on that. The other thing that you have to realize is this. He ain't falling on it, getting hit on it, or anything like that. So that's another complication that doesn't really play into it. But I do know, and everybody that I've talked to said, as far as throwing the football, that is one of the most painful things to have. Because you don't know if you lift your arm whether you're going to have the strength to throw it 40 yards or four yards. And that's the chance you take every time you rear up to throw the football. So I don't know what healthy is going to be because he can go a whole week without feeling any pain and then during the course of the game try to rip run, rip one, and now his arm feels like it's going to fall off. I don't know what people think. What the hell you think partial tear means? Yeah, we talked right? about it with Bernie. So let's not. So so let's not. Let's stop making this. You know about oh he should be out there playing or he should oh if he can go today he. It's a tough injury. It's hard to navigate through because you can't simulate what you're going to be doing on Sunday. So if you try to do that on Wednesday, you could possibly lose it for two weeks because now it's inflamed and sore for another two weeks. So what you try to do is get him to the point, build up to Sunday, and then see how it feels on Sunday. That's all you can do with this injury because I promise you, in the offseason, he may need surgery. Well, Lever, what and, kind of hit- And nobody wants to hear that, but that's the re- reality of that injury. Well, Leroy, what does that do, though, for the rest of the team, potentially showing up to a game on Sunday? You don't know if Deshaun's going to start, PJ's going to start. You haven't got the reps in practice. We saw it well, against Baltimore the first time with DTR, and that did not go well. So it, yeah. is that a bigger concern than maybe we're all taking into account for? I think everybody's more prepared now because here, here's the problem, okay? Here's the thing that messed this whole thing up. These words. You ready? Mm-hmm. He's cleared to play. Yeah. Right. Once that was said, now you got teammates, you got defense, you got offense, you got coaches, you got fans. Everybody's saying, why isn't he playing? He made $230 million. He's cleared to play. And now four weeks later, we're seeing what his actual injury was because they didn't say right away, right? They made it sound like he had a little shoulder boo-boo. Now all of a sudden, a month later, you're hearing, oh, he's got a, a tear and it, it, like, we don't, like we don't know how he's going to respond. How about lean with that so that everybody understands what this man is going through to try to get back on the football field? That in itself would lend to a better in-locker room situation. You see? So um, it's going to be tough. I don't know how much he's going to be able to do because, again, like I tore my rotator cuff and played a year on it. And I couldn't lift my arm above my shoulder. And that was in my left arm. So I can't imagine any quarterback having any type of rotator cuff injury and trying to throw a football 
So people need to understand that we don't know. You don't know what he's going to be able to do. And I'm, and the scary thing is, is as a player, Deshaun Watson doesn't know. And that's scary to everybody, even him, because he can't answer a bunch of questions that people want answers for because he doesn't know. Well, Leroy, uh, I would I would caution Deshaun Watson on trying to answer questions for from people who have never been hurt, had a hangnail, got punched in the face, never been in a street <laughs> fight, never put their hand in the dirt, and they go to work from nine to five and still be calling off because they got a coughing cold. I we're not talking yeah. to those people. We need. Yeah. Um, I think one thing that you that that's a little frustrating to me is you you came on this air last year and you said something um, about the Cleveland Browns identity. The frustrating yeah. part about it is, even though they don't have a Deshaun Watson, even though they don't have their franchise quarterback or Nick Chubb, you still can see the seeds in the in the foundation and the building blocks of a Wonderful. dominant run game, and they've just yeah. never quite accepted what they are. Just if you right. accept it, they could win games right now as right. is with PJ Walker DTR they have. in the run game. It's crazy. You, you know who you know who's accepted it. You know who's accepted it? The 49ers. <laughs> this is who we are. Come get some, right? This is the way this Cleveland Browns team is presented to us, both offensively and defensively, especially up front, right? They've bolstered that defensive line. Look at what that line does, right? So everybody kind of has an idea of who and what this team is. Except for the people that matter. <laughs> Except what? Right? Except for the Browns. Except I for mean, the people the that matter. The Browns one in their last three. The Niners are zero three. So I don't know about that. Well, they they've got a lot of injuries though. Like, sort of the Browns. Uh, and, and, yeah, but 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 not at what they do best. The Browns quarterbacks hurt. Yep. They you said, lost you Nick said the Browns run the ball best, and they lost Nick Chubb. They lost Nick Chubb. And and have they slowed down running the football? Yes. Like like no, the numbers because, because of lack because of lack of doing it. No, they've right? run the ball a ton the last two nope. weeks. What are you talking nope. about? Nobody's going to be as good as Nick Chubb. We right. understand that. But the, the Browns have been a a middle of the road running team since Nick Chubb got hurt, and they've run the ball a ton the last two weeks. They've run like sixty times more. They need to. More than that. That, they, that's, well, but you say you say you guys are both saying they're not doing it. They are doing no, it. No, no, no. Once again, situational. That was one play. So one play can cost the defense. You. Stop them and end the game. One play. Okay. Is it easier to stop them at midfield or stop them inside the twenty? What's that? Is it easier to stop them in, at midfield or stop them? Well, in, you say that as if it was a guaranteed point. first down on a running play. I, we don't know that. No, he was. Leroy was saying if they had to punt. Yeah, yeah. So if if, if you give you so while while you say hey here why you yeah. saying they ran it they did they run it plenty enough oh I see what you're saying. I say that game could have been different if they ran it one more time. Yep. We'll never know if and if the defense would have stopped them. But that's we have this conversation a lot. We have this conversation a <laughs> lot. A whole lot. <laughs> where the where at the end of a game the damn clock is stopped. Leroy for no four, reason. They're four and three with the worst quarterback play in the league. I can't complain about the coach. Sure you no, can. I'm not complaining. I'm not. Listen, nobody has been uh, given flower, giving flowers to Stephen Stefanski more than me. Because okay. as much as everybody gets on him, I say you better give him credit for this, right? You better yeah. give him credit for Jacoby said having his best year as a pro. You better give him credit because guess what? 
This team in this locker room is different, okay? Yeah. For whatever reason. It's not the same old Browns, the way they were looking, you know, who's our leader, disgruntled, nobody's, everybody in there for themselves. This is the first time in a long time they kind of actually look like they're playing as a team. Right? Where, where nobody's looking frustrated and stuff like that. But, that being said, if you have the... Boy, let me ask you this. Yeah, me. See? Talk to this man. Talk, Talk to, to his soul. Have, by the way, I thought, have, I thought they should have ran on that play too. I, for the, here, I did. If you have the worst quarterbacking <laughs> in the league, why would you leave it up to the quarterback? <laughs> hey, listen, I don't disagree. I, I, I would have. I hear you. I, I said on Monday, too, I would have run the ball there. I don't think it's the most egregious mistake a coach has ever made and some want to make it seem, but I would have run the ball there, too. I would have run. But in the end, the defense still had the opportunity to stop them, and they failed. Even if you stop them for a field goal, you can go to overtime. But I agree with you. Correct. I would have run the ball in that situation. Yes. All right. All right. I, I'm, just, I'm just saying. We come I'm together. just saying. Like, see, I don't agree we with can, you, Lee. They don't want to agree with me. They, but, uh, see, I'm Duke. No, I said it Sunday. I Duke said it Sunday. Hey. Let me move my. Yeah. I said it Sunday on that play. Hey, you, you, you got see, see, Bush. You don't know how to do it. See, <laughs> I hit him. I, I hit him like them spam callers. <laughs> Is your electric bill over a hundred dollars? You know what I'm talking them so, so I hit I, I say, I say, hey, Bull, you saying they got the worst quarterback in the league, right? Right? Why won't you run it? See, get him. So you got you to gotta play the game, baby. You got to play the hey, game. Listen, you I'm with you on that play. I just, I just disagree that they haven't run the ball quicker. enough in general. But on that Here's play, the other I agree thing. with you. Here's the other thing. Yeah. Is that the only thing in that moment that is your friend is a running clock. Now, it was right around two minutes it would have stopped anyway. Yeah. yeah. Okay? But the way you did it, you gave them one play with no timeout, with one timeout and the two minute. Mm -hmm. So you gave them an extra timeout. You see what I'm saying? No, that so, – No, it would have been a two-minute warning either way. It would have been a two-minute warning, Leroy. But you should have run the ball. So that, it, In that situation, right. you should have run the ball. Le so, Leroy, so I just – Go ahead. Go. No, I was just gonna. I was gonna say goodbye. I was gonna say goodbye. But you got something else to say? Go ahead. No, I ain't got nothing else to say. All right. I just. Oh yeah. Hey, let me hear this real quick know. before you go. Who you got? Kansas City, Miami this week. Who's winning that game? I, I got Miami, and 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 here's why. Um, I just think their offense at this moment is more explosive. Um, but I will say this: this is one of the best defenses they'll face all year. And I know because they have Patrick Mahomes, we ignore that. Their defense is really good, especially yeah. up front. Yeah. So I'm scared that Tua might get a bunch of balls batted because Chris Jones is a, a monster, right? Um, and and so I, I just hope they move him a little bit. But I think offensively, offensively they're more explosive uh, than Kansas City right now. Kansas City methodically moves the ball down the field and haven't scored a lot of points lately, nope. to be honest with you. So uh, if it gets to that point, um, I think Miami could run away with it. Wow. Leroy, good stuff, man. We'll talk All to you right, next man. week. Thanks, All, right. All right, guys. All right, always good chatting with Leroy. And, um, you know, we've, we heard him talk about 
uh, Deshaun Watson show. We're going to get to Fence Riders in just a second, Anthony. But we heard Leroy talk about Deshaun Watson's shoulder. And we heard Bernie, who had, you know, I'll say the similar, maybe even the same injury, talk about the shoulder. And that just, again, goes back to the point of how did you not address a backup option? Because as as we've alluded to and as, as Leroy just said there, yeah, he may look good in practice. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Game, game reps and are the only thing even if he plays well at times in the game, he could look great on one play. The next play, he just doesn't have it in well, his shoulder. B- Bernie said it was throw to throw. That yeah. some throws would feel great, and then all of a sudden, you go right. back to throw a 15-yard out, and you can't throw the ball more than six yards. And that's and what they're going to have to deal with now and, the rest and, of the year. And, you know, and this, is, this might be off the beaten path, but the, you know what the frustrating part in, in our world is? Is the fact that you can have experts who've done it, dedicated their whole life to it, played in it, had the same injury. But yet and still, there are people that are in your fan base that believe they'll disregard all that information. Mm-hmm. We just, we, we, we brought you two professionals that, and they're not, they're not uh, Cincinnati Bengals or they're not the key chiefs. We brought you two guys that you cheer for. That bleed brown. That, that bleed brown and orange that told you what the injury is, but yet and still you believe that your own opinion is on the same par as theirs. Why would you not well, just... we have a lot of people these days that apparently do their own medical research. Gee, we've seen that for a couple of years now. <laughs> it, it's, they're experts on vaccines. Experts, they're experts yeah, on so, everything. So, it's, it's crazy. You know what's contributed to that? Misinformation. And then Browns gave misinformation at yes, the beginning that. of this injury, which now opened the floodgates up to any idiot that wants to say, oh, I think he's just not playing because of the money. The Browns and, did this to themselves. Yeah, at the end they, of the day, they did but, it to themselves. And what's added to it also is... Um, If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Brady Quinn's comments. Yep. And, uh, oh my God. Hanford Dixon. Hanford Dixon's yep, comments, yep, yes. Yep, So Especially so, Hanford. Yeah. Hanford should have known better. Brady Quinn, you know, like. Whatever he's got his thing, but but Hanford should have known better. Yeah, you, and you can't. That's a bad job at him. And and you plugged in. You could have went and talked to him. Mm-hmm. Ain't no. That's the thing. You 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 wanted to ring of honor dudes, right? I don't know if he's in it or what, but he's he's a well known guy. He's a bronze legend. Yeah, he could get to, he could get his contact information and talk to him. Yeah. So for me, I, I just think that plays a huge role and how all of this thing is swirling and just keep going. And it's like, man, and when I say, this don't happen to other teams. Like, think about it. The Joe Burrow thing, I, it was big, right? It was never a point where we thought Joe Burrow didn't want to play, and he had a contract on the line. Well, he was playing, though. He, he was playing. He was playing poorly at first, but, uh, he, but he was playing, but right? But it wasn't, no, it was never. Oh, you mean in training camp. Yes, yeah, it was yeah. never a thing like, oh, he's trying to protect himself. There were some rumblings from national media coming. Oh, is he holding out here, which I never thought. And, but you didn't have any former Bengals come out and say, No, uh, I, Boomer Esiason didn't jump on the air, airways and be like, Joe Burrow needs to play. He's yeah, right, right. We're about to have the 49th different quarterback start a game this year. And the only one who's been questioned 
is Deshaun Watson as to whether they're really hurt or not. In <laughs> fairness, we don't know that for sure because we're not following Let other teams see. as closely. Oh, for the Browns, you mean? I just mean in general, like like, like and for let's the Browns, face it, or, or some of a lot of the questioning is because of the off the field stuff. Yes. Yeah, and, and but I'm, yeah, I'm if just it, saying, if it were that. not for the off the field stuff yeah. and the fact that he didn't want to play in Houston, that's that's yeah. reality. Yeah. I'm just painting the big picture. Yeah. This is not the only quarterback situation that's had some topsy turvy roads this year. The Giants went from Danny Dimes to Tyrod Taylor to now Tommy DeVito. That's been a whole I catastrophe. Think, I think. I'm, but, but, way, but I'm, I'm just saying, it doesn't get to be called Danny Dimes. Yeah, he's, not, been he's not Dimes. worthy of a name. But my point is, it's not the only team who's played multiple quarterbacks this year. But this yeah. is the only one where we've questioned. At least to my knowledge, yeah. Is the quarterback really hurt when he tore something? I, I don't think anybody legitimate so. is questioning that. Who's, Hanford, who's legitimate questioning? I, I, I there, there's a lot of Hanford people. Dixon. Hanford screwed up. I mean, he he made a mistake. There's Brady a lot. Quinn's a, a clown show. That's and, alternative yeah. motive. There's a yeah. lot of people that if you didn't like six or seven things with Deshaun Watson that happened in the past, we all yeah. know what they are. This is just a, a, a legal opportunity. Right. For it's a way to. Put and and you can say on. who can question it. I don't know specifics, but I know that Tom Pelissero and Adam Schefter both tweeted out, it's a real injury four <laughs> yeah, weeks which in. Yeah, weird. And when a national reporter of that stature has to tweet out, real injury for the fourth week into yeah, a situation, then enough people are yeah, questioning it to where it has it, to be. You know, it is what it is. All right, let's get hey, to the fence riders, Anthony. Go ahead. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.